you, 11 true. friends 11 best friends 11 lions yeah i would imagine i want to be the 11 lions the, the bond between lions who are friends is probably something stronger than friendship All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Francesco. Gentlemen, I had a, a low-key weekend this past weekend. Good for you. I'm glad you did, because I did not. And uh, <laughs> I got more football in than I normally do. Uh-huh. That's awesome. But one thing was very clear. What was that? This was not the weekend to watch more football than normal. Not if you're a Liverpool fan. That hurt a little bit thank mm. you dave thank sorry you, dave. it was a weird that too it was that mm. yes i mean that was a big part of it we're, we're gonna start with that actually but once we get come to the on matches, you didn't like we're not the, ready to get you to didn't the like the the tottenham chelsea fa so that's final? the thing we had six premier league matches not the usual 10 because of the fa cup semifinals four of the top six clubs still in the fa cup they played in the semifinals at wembley this weekend and i have to say all of the action all of the soccer fun was, was in the FA Cup semifinals. Was that Wembley? Oh, it was excellent. That the was FA good. Cup was, was outstanding. It was good. And we've narrowed four teams down to two. That's right. Don't look now. Arsenal's won two in a row. Two in a row. Season saved, Brian. Yep, that's right. Arsenal's season has been saved. <laughs> As they make it to the FA Cup final, they will play Chelsea. Hey, baby steps, man. Baby steps. Dave, let me <clears> ask you a question. Yep. Top six is still possible. <laughs> baby steps boys <laughs> everton's charging dave i have a question for you yeah, all right ask uh let's play let's project out a month all right arsenal finishes sixth in the premier league table yeah wins the fa cup yes how do you feel horrible 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 a trophy uh, arsenal needs to somehow catch city Finish fourth and win the FA Cup. You assume that City's the one finishing fourth. I mean, they're fourth right now, but Liverpool will be fourth as soon as that game in hand is played. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I mean, listen, Arsenal still. Man, good grief! They really they got three. They got three. They're they're if they win all three of their matches, and I know that's a stretch. I get it. They'd be tied with Liverpool. On Which points. three matches? The, the three, three in the hand. three in hand. They yeah. have to win all three in hand, right? But they're nine points behind Liverpool in third place. Isn't one of those against City? Yeah, the City they just beat. Well, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, no, sure. I, I, I listen. I know. I get it. I'm just it's saying. Harder hey, to do it a second time. Hey, they won two in a row. That's like the first time since I was January. Say, this is the most positive. Developments for Arsenal, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah but since, that's his one talking point. This is, this is this my season. one talking point Two in, in like three months. <laughs> hey, congratulations to Arsenal. I have to say, in that first on the Saturday semifinal, when we saw the starting lineups and saw that Pedro and Chelsea, uh, Pedro and uh, Costa were on the bench for Chelsea, I thought, mm. no, 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 Hazard and Hazard and Costa. Yeah, Excuse Costa. me, you're right, you're right. Hazard and Costa. Uh, I kind of thought, hmm, all right, I get it, but. It's kind of backhanding the FA Cup a little bit. I thought so. And Cahill. Cahill didn't start either. Mastermind, Antonio Conte. He knew yes. exactly what to do. Bring him in as second-half subs, see out a 4-2 victory over Spurs. Is that an indication of what we're going to see 
in the league as well. Shouldn't shouldn't you have given John Terry at the end of his Chelsea career a run out in Wembley? Oh, he'll do of, that when they're up four two on Arsenal. Instead of starting Nathan <laughs> <Yeah>. Aki, <clears throat> right? Well, he couldn't. You can't play John Terry against Spurs. That kind of speed. What do you mean? John Terry would have gotten torched. <clears throat> As a, I, I know what you're doing. You're trying to get Chelsea to lose that match. That would have happened if John Terry had played over Nathan Aki. That's no a little question. Harsh. Oh, no question about it. He's no. never been a speedster his whole career. Yeah, he's no. a he's a position specialist. Best case scenario. Is that even a thing? Two yellow cards after 60 minutes, and he's off. That's the best-case scenario if you start John Terry. Welcome back to the lineups, Nathan Ake. Yes, it was good to see him. What are you talking about? John Terry is slow, We need slow, to move on from this. Sir. Okay, he's the greatest center back probably. But not in 2017. In the, in Premier League. Not in History. 2017. It's not like, yes, has he lost a step? When yeah, did sure. this match take place, Dave? What do you mean? What was yes, the date of this match? Year. Yesterday. Yeah. John Terry or, or is weekend, not the greatest Premier League defender on his own bench right now. He's not even the best defender on his don't, don't not the league. <coughs> certainly not the world. Not the league. You're annoying right now because I can't not argue the against club, it. but not even the bench. But I think he's getting the raw end of a deal. Well, you know what? He should get he well, should get wait, trotted out. He started this past weekend and scored. Yeah, whiny whiny Wayne Rooney. I'm just saying. You could Wine you could say Rooney. the same thing about Wayne. Did you see him? He whined the whole match. You could say the same thing about him. Anyways, moving on. Congratulations to Chelsea and Arsenal. Yeah. They will meet they, next in month. the Wembley final for the FA Cup. That's right. Arsenal, Where Arsenal has a chance to save. Seems their to be living there like the past four years in the yeah. FA Cup final. Fingers figured Arsenal, that part out. Finger can go out the, at the end of this season with, uh, with his head held as high as Louis Van Gaal did last season. I was going to say he could be the second. <laughs> sec, that could happen for a second year in a row. Yeah, yeah, that could happen. Yeah. All right, we will give you uh, a recap of the six weekend matches that took place in this match week. Don't forget, this match week is not over. As you listen to this, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday matches in the Premier League, those are still coming up here in the middle of the week. Those are all part of Match Week 34 as well. So, yeah. so we so, are... I mean, well, you can't make any changes, right? So I mean, you no, can't make your changes. Your are already set You're stuck, point. but we're giving you recaps of the six matches anyway. Looking forward to the following Match Week. And, and guess what? This is just the first of two episodes that we're planning to do Come this on, week. Come well. on, not, I'm not buying that. Oh, I think it's happening. So we're going to cover the six weekend matches in this part one episode. Later this week, we will cover the midweek portion of match week 34. Brian, are you ready? I am ready to move on to these matches. Here we go. <laughs> Liverpool 1, Crystal Palace 2. Philippe Coutinho scoring for the Reds on a very nice free kick goal. Mm -hmm. But Christian Benteke comes back to hunt them twice. A brace for the former Red. Nothing encapsulates the Liverpool season more than everything that happened here. Yeah, there's no question. Not only the, st not only the result, but the, st the statistic of it. Okay. On the statistical side. Yeah, give give it to us, Brian. So it was a seventy-three to twenty-seven yeah. possession edge. A four, they, a fourteen shot, one on target. Yeah, yeah, fourteen shots attempted, but just the Coutinho shot on target. And then yep. compared to the Palace's seven shots, three right. on target. Yeah, and there's and the passing, the domination, uh, what was primarily the domination of the. 
the passing statistics, but like NBC Sports pointed out, uh, Dayon Lovren, not a good day. Not a good day for Lovren. And, uh, Remember when that guy used to be a good defender when he was not at Liverpool? And and one goal, like when he, when you get the one goal, it seems like that. It almost like they f- Liverpool felt like that's all they needed. It's true. Yeah, and, it's and true. And then they didn't, didn't really do a great job defending. You didn't get that. the urgency from them. You didn't get the uh, the scampering about that you typically see from them. Uh, it, you didn't see any of the clinical finishing that that was necessary. Uh, you know, honestly, probably the biggest disappointment of the month of April in the Premier League is Divock Origi. Uh, hasn't had anything to yeah. do and hasn't made uh, anything of the opportunities that he's been given. It's it's it was it was rough. Philippe Coutinho looked like the only player who could provide any kind of spark. He did in the first half, and then that was it. He tried, but but there was did, there was nothing. He did could he do. get a little dinged up near the end of that game? I I did not finish the end of that game. Did he get a little dinged up? Not that I saw. I mean, <clears throat> it, I just think I think that by the end of the match, it was just how is this happening? Just heartbreak. I think, yeah, I just I think if anything, it was that the setting in of how how is this happening again? We're losing to another lower ta- a low uh, yeah, and of course Benteke, and that had to be the other thought the, the entire race. time is of course it was him. Did no one course he did. Did it. you see the TV shot of him and like Sako kind of giving dabs to each other? Do you other? feel like he was respectful? Both. At the end, Christian Benteke, because in the post-match interview, he they asked him about, well, was there a little bit of extra celebration there, Christian? And he he immediately dismissed it and just said, no, I I said I wasn't going to celebrate if I if I scored. I was respect. I wanted to be respectful of Liverpool because of you know my time here, and I didn't want to I didn't want to do anything. He was he was he did not celebrate as you see players do when they score on former clubs. However, no one. No one has celebrated more with his eyes. Yes, than yeah. Christian Benteke did <laughs> after both agree. of those goals. His stare, his stone cold, <laughs> mean mug stare, yes. said everything it did. that he needed to say. It did, and it, yeah, oh, it absolutely did. He might yeah, as well have been know. staring directly into Klopp, saying, "This is what you get for never giving me a chance." Here's my you question: piece of crap. No, you're well. You say that. You can see it in his eyes. You, yes, yes. I'm not saying that. Sure. I mean, he I was doubt, saying that. I doubt he's thinking. I'm just trans. Well, he I was, doubt he's thinking about Jurgen Klopp specifically in that moment. But uh, it's beside the point. Who else it, was, it never making, was, going who else to work. was making lineup decisions? Sure, 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 sure. I get it. It was never going to work. Benteke was always a good player, just didn't fit Klopp's system. That was always clear. So it, no one's at fault. That's why I like to hear what Christian Benteke said after the match. Here's my fantasy soccer question, though, for you gentlemen. As someone who jumped on the Origi bandwagon after uh, the Mane injury, thinking that this is going to be, this is going to work, I'm bailing. I'm bailing now, well, as soon as I can, after the midweek matches are over. Fernando Llorente scored again. I just sold him for Origi. Do I buy Llorente (laughs) back? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because... They're both 6.1. schedule... Yeah, I mean Swansea has a Swansea. We'll has get a, to Swansea, right? Swansea has a has a good schedule. So, but so does Liverpool. I mean, I I feel like yeah, but you uh, got and so you does gotta, and so does and so does Bournemouth, which which means Benfica is still a good is yeah. still a good option. Yeah, that's a I good mean, you you have one if you're gonna have a guy who's not gonna be a double match week guy, which means Gabby Adini. Yeah, 
at that in that price range. Sure. Uh, does does Watford have two? Do they have mm, a no. do they have a double week? Maybe. At some point, I was going to say because if uh, if uh, Dini's Dini would be a, a brief consideration, but I don't not. know that you. Yeah, I, I mean, don't want sure. anyone from Watford. They're dumps. Actually, fire. they do they have five games. Mat- ga- match week thirty seven. Yeah. They have a double double. It's week. Just, but it, that's against Everton and Chelsea. At Everton at Chelsea. Yeah, I mean that's not great. That's horrible. Not yeah. You're just hoping. You're probably hoping for a. You're hoping that he a, can cost a, a goal in or get a, a, yeah. a penalty. Yeah. I mean. When we talk about Swansea, we can talk about how obviously they missed Urente. Yes. Uh, yeah. As uh, a as a big man option. But you've convinced me I, that my buy sell of the week. I'm selling Origi. I'm buying Benicophobia. I think. I think it's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad that I sold Benicophobia. <laughs> more on. I don't own any Liverpool players. Is it worth it? Coutinho has been informed. Liverpool doesn't have any get double match weeks. Their well, upcoming oh, schedule well, at yeah. Watford, Southampton, at West Ham, Middlesbrough. Well, that's the thing with in our in our welcome back to another installment of of Liverpool. What now? Where's Vinaldo? He was out there. He was trying. He was there. Firmino. Could not be, could not have better away form than yeah. anyone. Yeah, he didn't. He never seemed to have. a He chance. didn't really do anything. Origi, who everyone was all over as soon as he scored a couple in a row, is like you said. Yep. Now is now is what do I do with this guy? Right. To Scott's credit, sticking with one guy, Coutinho. Coutinho. I think four goals in his last five matches. I mean, it's the. It seems to be the only thing you can do is just pick one guy. And just go with him. Don't rotate him, and and just and just cast your cast your sacrifices upon the especially with the Klopp Alder and hope that it mm-hmm. works. Dave yeah. Coutinho's last five: thirteen, seven, eight, three, and seven. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. very good. It's good. So Coutinho's your guy. Just keep it just keep it simple. You've never wanted to go near the defense anyway. Hey, anyone who started Christian Benteke this week. It's true. For the double match week, loving themselves. That's true. That's true. That's very true. Uh, absolutely right. And Zaha, you know, you wait and see what you get in the second match. Not much on the score sheet in the first Of course, match, but. Zaha's not going to do anything because I captained him. <laughs> Why didn't you tell it's me? It's the curse of my captain. Before I played him. Yeah. Congrats on big to Big Sam for his first Premier League win at Anfield. Which yeah. He, so, which he yeah. clarified to say he had one there one? in a cup match, but not in, as a Premier League. Wow. Manager. His quote at the end of the match, this should this I feel like is a this is tough going into this coming match, at least. He said, I'm a, I'm just a little worried these lads can't reach the level, that level, the meaning the level that they had been performing at uh, on Wednesday night, because they won't have enough time to recover. We experienced that over Christmas when we had to play Swansea. Two days after we played Arsenal, four nil, they lost, right? And Swansea had the extra day. They lost to they lost to Swansea two one at home. Oh, okay. After they had lost to Arsenal two nil at Arsenal. Got it. But he said, and that was a, a, the same situation at that point. Swansea had an extra day on them to prepare. Sure. He says Wednesday Tottenham has the extra day. So I may have to make huge changes to the side and put fresh legs in. Mm. I think that explains. I mean, Zaha left a little early in the in yeah. the match, and some of the <clears> other <throat> guys didn't. Kabai's been really good 
for the, for a while now. So as I mean, Andros was good. Uh, Zaha's the one guy who didn't really do anything. No, two in points in seventy-seven minutes. Right. So, I mean, I, my feeling is he's not gonna he's not gonna be rotated. Mm. He's not gonna he's rotate not? out Zaha. That's what I was gonna say. The fact that he got subbed out after seventy-seven yeah. minutes tells me I'm I'm confident he'll play. He'll start the next match. Right. But we saw like Patrick Van Onholtz coming in. He, this is two times in a row now. He comes in as a sub, but he was the one who subbed on for Zaha. Mm. When so he didn't start, which I kind of thought he might, but could have been that could be an. He might start too. the He's next. He's going to start. Yeah, against that's right. Because they'll need the, they'll need probably the attacking threat. Mm. Either way, I just thought that was an interesting thing for Saint Mallard. That's to very say good. At the end of the match, you're exactly right. That's the danger with these double match weeks. Is rotation yeah. and whether or not you're actually going to get the benefit of two matches from these guys. I think Dave, you said a couple of weeks ago on our pod, you said it great. You know, central defenders seem to be pretty solid. Yeah. Up front, forwards those seem to be pretty solid yeah, usually. And, and the next match will. But there's no guarantee some really. midfielders will play right all of both matches. Correct. Burnley nil, Manchester United two. The goals from Anthony Martial and. Whiny Rooney. Martial finally got a game. And Martial Dave, got the assist on Rooney's goal. Yes, he did. Which, we, to well, me, seems, I don't know. It seems like Heaton got enough of the ball. You think it should have been an own goal? No, no. Rooney scored. Yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like on Martial's attempt, it hit enough of Tom I know Heaton. What you're saying. Martial, I... Okay. That, that that Rooney was cleaning up a save. Yes, yeah. to, to I agree. me it was a it was a it was a once again, save. Once again, the dubious goal, uh, not goal. The the, the dubious committee. <laughs> committee. Right. It was a clear. This is to me. If there's ever a time where intent. Oh, I mean, gosh. what I'm saying is Martial. How, how did Martial t- attempting a shot? Yes. There yes. is no sense in which he is trying to to place Completely place agree. the ball for Rooney. In the center, right in front of net. Completely agree. Either they're, way, they're, I, n- not and nothing. Not that doesn't take away anything from how good Anthony Martial was. It's yeah. true. Or Wayne Rooney, he was a pest the entire match yeah. for that Burnley defense. This match killed everything about fantasy soccer. All right. First of all, Burnley gives up two goals, so he yep. any impact he could have in your lineup canceled out. Uh, the goal is coming from Marshall and Rooney. You, you you didn't buy those guys. You you sold them a long time ago. No. This is the first time we're recording since Zlatan, I think, tore his ACL yeah. out for the season, the just Europa, like I knew he would. The Europa League match. Just I like I knew say, he would. Scott's, Scott's evil wishes, just his, about bad, six. his bad voodoo, finally, <laughs> finally did its trick. It was just six months too late, but it finally happened. Not in a Premier League match. And not in a Premier League match. In a, it's unfortunate. I felt it just like many others did. Who's the guy that everyone sold Zlatan and bought in his place? A lot of people, including me. Bought Kun Aguero. No. Bought Marcus Rashford. Yeah, it was about 125,000 people. Marcus Rashford yeah, was true. bought by a ton. And my, I, I knew exactly the risk of doing that. Yeah. And what happened to Rashford? Starts, Starts on the bench. Starts immediately on the bench. Everything that could have gone well for you in fantasy soccer from this one match yeah. didn't. Yeah. It was it was this was an anti fantasy match. And well, it's no, typical. If you're Valencia De Gea. No, Valencia did not start and was not even available for selection. <laughs> 
Thank you for highlighting that, David. <laughs> Antonio Valencia was not even in the. He was not even available off the bench for this match. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was a segment we like to call Five Reasons Why Jose Mourinho Hates You." Hmm. Congrats to Jose Mourinho. No, on on his twenty third match of in a row of being unbeaten. Good work, okay. Manchester United, wow. on a 23-match unbeaten streak. Maybe they are the unluckiest team in the world. Hear me out. Oh, gosh. Every other team, this is courtesy of the 442 Stat Zone. Love those guys. Thank you. Powered by Opta. Love those guys. Every other team to have an unbeaten something. streak of at least 22 matches in a, se- in a season has gone on to win the league. Huh. Every he is the most unlucky I mean, team. Whatever. I'm just saying. You call it unlucky. I call it lack of chemistry. I call it too one-dimensional. How can you argue that stat? I can argue Look, that stat because most of those are draws. A lot He's of them fifth. are draws. A One lot guy scored their goals until now. Yeah, because they're hitting the, the post. They're hitting bars. They're getting... Crappy you, bounces. At some point, that's not unlucky. That's a lack of skill. I have to tell you, Paul Pogba is extraordinarily average in the Premier League. He had a pretty good game. Did you see? He did have a good game. Define good game. I mean, he was the he, he had no finishing ability. He had, a, he had a good game in the sense that he had one good sequence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, had, he had one he noticeably had two shots good from outside sequence. the box yeah. uh-huh. that missed by missed the post uh-huh. by in, by inches. But that's the key. His shots always miss uh, or hit, you're, you're hit being, the bar. You're being unfair. Regardless I'm not being of, unfair. The proof is in the lack of paint on the I, crossbars I get around it. the Premier League. That's I understand true. that. So, I mean, you can, you can say it the opposite way if you want to. He has great skill at missing the net. What <laughs> <laughs> tool? I don't... I don't <laughs> it's a lot of times not around anymore, so Pogba's got to be my new target. He's got to be a new whipping boy. Hey, listen, the top four battle got interesting with these two yes, results, though, I will say. So... This is what I would want to. This is what I feel like is worth talking about here. After the match, Jose Mourinho says, in in similar to what he has said up to this point, but his official his his the real quote was they said kind of how do you prioritize here? He says we have zero percent chance to win the league. We have a twenty five percent chance to win the Europa League. We prioritize the Europa League. Yeah. Okay. No, but as right away, as soon as they go back to the studio with Rebecca Lowe, Robbie Musto, and Kyle Martino, and Kyle Martino yeah. the question is, do you believe him? So we will extend the conversation here. Yeah. They said, absolutely not. You're three points. You're three points behind Liverpool, and you have two matches in hand on them. Yeah. Why in the world wouldn't you prioritize? You could easily catch. They're going to the say that because they need drama. They need, yeah, exactly. They they <laughs> they are employees of NBC who broadcast the Premier League, not uh, Fox who broadcasts Europa League. Here's the deal: you say twenty five percent chance, and mathematically, yes, you're right. There's four teams left, twenty five percent chance. But those other three clubs are Ajax, Lyon, and Celta Vigo. 
Boy, those are some tough competitions. United has about an there. 87% chance, even without Zlatan, get, of yeah. winning the get, I agree. I agree. Can 100%. somebody get Nate Silver 538 <laughs> yeah, on the... Seriously. Go, somebody check the site. You want to talk about unfair and unlucky? Odd. Liverpool had to beat Borussia Dortmund and then lost it to Sevilla. We're talking about Celta... I mean, I'm not bitter or anything. I'm over it, sort of. But Celta Vigo... Ajax and Lyon, come on. That, that's after beating, barely squeaking by Celt, Anderlecht in Celt the quarters. Vigo is from the mighty La Liga. They're, they're, yeah, do you know, do you know they're who? They're so mighty. One of their top three or four goal scorers for Celta Vigo, Iago Aspis. Yeah, a Liverpool could not, off. Yeah, he could not make it. He, he couldn't, he even, Spain he too couldn't much. even scratch a cup match. They are going to say his cup. Anyway. Um, well, that too. Yikes. All right, are we done here? Look, yes. I, uh, what's obvious is We're not there is it. so much rotation. <laughs> Scott, you said it. It was a yeah. It was an official. Go near it was them. an official tweet from the Fantasy Premier League FC podcast, written by me. Sorry about that, guys. So rotation risk for everyone on Manchester United right now, except for your center backs. Yeah, which is Eric Bailly. Yep, and. Uh, and Daily Blind, for now, but Bailly's been the one guy, and that's Who's the guy that's consistent. The, the, and the, he played every game until he, has he played got hurt. every game. And Jose Mourinho has Early said he has said, you know, we really leaned on that guy. Mourinho said the most insane. It's the most insane thing that it's not the manager quote of the week. He <laughs> talking about how players like Chris Smalling and Phil Jones may need to play through pain. He said they have injuries and they cannot be involved. Speaking of the match on uh, against Burnley on Sunday, there are no miracles, but with special spirit, you can sooner than expected. <laughs> In other words, so instead of mid-May, you return bit. the beginning of May. Hey, he all they need to do, Scott, wow. is the special spirit. Yeah. Of of injury recovery. That sounds like horse platelet something or other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Hey, Special what? training in Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, Scott, wherever the doctors is, are with the with the horse tranquilizer. This is why I think Jose is saying that they they are not worried about making top four. Okay. In the league, and this is why. Yeah. Their games are at City. Yep. Swansea, not horrible. At Arsenal, yep. at Spurs, at Southampton, yeah. the resurgent, difficult to play if you're in the top half of the table, Crystal Palace. It's true. They are so, a top half killer. Well, the, but this is if there's one if there's one thing that help that do, that does help them, it's that the injuries are 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 all kind of elsewhere. It's not to the speed at the front, and so. To be able to keep that rotation a bit fresh now of Martial, Lingard. Uh, yeah, those guys have been underplayed, uh, underutilized, so they're fresh for right, the rest and of the season. And now Rashford. I mean, at least at least those guys. The one thing we can talk about in injury roundup is is whether what what Paul Pogba did at the end of the match because well, that that is that uh, average as he is, he still is one of the last healthy. Healthy, uh, I don't know, fast though, Brian. Bodies. I got to remind you, Martial got subbed off on this one. I mean, if if he doesn't do something in the first seventy minutes, he he's off. Yeah. Even even with the injury to to Zlatan, yeah, he gets the start, but he doesn't play the full ninety. Nothing's going to keep him in for the right. full ninety. No, I agree. Mourinho. No, I agree. Absolutely tricky. What? Knowing and don't what forget to do. that Marcus Rojo 
tearing his two ACL tears in the same match. That's insane. That is insane. Zlatan out. What are you doing in his place? That's that's going to yeah. tell you whether or not you're going to win your league. West Ham nil, Everton nil. Biggest disappointment. This match is is good for a two two at least. Do you want to yawn as a? Do you want to yawn as? Because I wrote it in well, the agenda. No, I was going to say. Do you want to do it as like an official? Uh, segment mm-hmm. as part of the the review of this this match or do you want to just I mean, have it as an implication i mean i gotta be honest we've already reviewed our, everything there is to review about west ham everton at this point hey there's nothing to well, review west ham had 15 shots on shots three on target okay everton had four shots zero on target yeah and only yeah. one That's of the glaring and only one of them inside the, in inside 18 yards an everton team who had and been, none of them from from big rom an Everton team who has looked really, really good yeah. the past few weeks. Yeah, it took until the 70th minute for Everton to even have their first shot attempt. Obviously, none of them were on goal. Uh, Scott's stat of the week, stat of the day, week, day, both. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. If you played Romelu Lukaku in confidence, you did the right thing. Even captaining him would have been the right thing, given the history that he has against West Ham. Scott's stat of the day is the number one. This is the first time in Lukaku's Everton career he has failed to score yep. against West Ham. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Nine. I think in the nine, I think the stat was the nine previous matches. Wow. He had scored. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Brian's been giving us a lot of manager quotes. I have two manager quotes, and I'm going to let you guys Jeez. decide which one is the manager quote of the week. So okay. this is a game. You guys pick Kuman oh or Billich. It's always Kuman. Who provided the manager quote of the week? Okay. Ronald Kuman was obviously upset in, in the first half. Uh, it made that apparent by making two substitutions at halftime. Uh, and so here is his quote. He says... I wasn't happy at halftime, so we tried to do something. I couldn't change four, five, six, or seven, but I changed two to give a signal to the team. Pretty clear what he wanted yep, to do there. Yep. Hmm. Billich says, and I quote, We played like 11 lions, one for each other. Yeah. Who's Billich? You like Billich? Billich. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I don't know but why anytime, you're I don't know why you're so quick to jump on Kuman whenever Billich is your other option. Yeah. The soon to any, be out. Anytime. Billich, perhaps. Yeah. Anytime you can you can play like 11 Lions. Well, instead of, I mean that's that's Scott, that's better than 11 friends. That's true. <laughs> okay. So if you that's 11 true. friends, 11 best friends, 11 Lions. Yeah, I would imagine I want to be the, the 11 Lions. True. The, the bond between Lions who are friends is probably something stronger than friendship. I mean, this was this was eleven kids basically. I mean, it was the entire B team for West Ham yeah. out there. Well, B team plus Winston Reed, uh, lots of injuries. I mean, all of those summer signings and they made like nine summer signings. They all played in this match. They all had been riding the bench and been part of the reserves this season. They all had to be thrown in there in this yeah. match. I'm sorry. The kids plus Reed and Lanzini. Lanzini did look like he belonged. He looked like a little Coutinho out there, to be honest yeah. with you. Lanzini, a little lighter on Lanzini skill. Lanzini has looked good since he's been back. I mean, he's just not. Are you, is that a is that a statement about the additional tattoos? Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. I feel like he looks like, or he looks like a tiny Jose Font. 
<laughs> yeah, he definitely looks like he belongs out there. Honestly, I could see him moving on to a bigger club next year. Hull 2, Watford nil. Uh, the story was first an Umar Nias red card. Uh-huh. Harsh. Yeah, they harsh. will appeal oh, they yeah. will appeal that and they will win. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Didn't matter though, because Lazar Markovic and Sam Klukas scoring the goals, giving the Tigers a much needed victory to stay in seventeenth. Uh the thing everyone kinda is is uh, the the big stat and takeaway is Hall at home. That Hall yeah. has thirty three points. Yeah. It's not it's not Hall. Twenty eight of them, twenty eight of their thirty three points that they've won on the season have been at home. But That's it's not Hall, Brian. It's Marco Silva. It's Marco He's Silva. got a weird yeah. thing about playing well at home. His clubs play well at home. Well, it's Especially the reason when you why only have ten guys in the field. <laughs> it's the reason why I think. Because of ownership percentages and because of of price, and and then just generally the the Hull defensive form, you have to think really hard about having Harry Maguire, one of Harry Harry Maguire or Ranocchia the the rest of the way. Hull has four games left: two of them at home, two away. Their games at Southampton, Sunderland at home, at Palace, Spurs at home. I mean. There, there are goals there. They won't get to 40 points. They're at 33 right now. They're not getting seven points from those last four matches. It's it's going to be interesting. It's it. I know what the table looks like. You know, There is a, a log jam between 9 and 18. Yeah. There's only nine points Where separating is... 9 and 18. Yeah, talk about a log jam. It, but at the same time, sure. so many of those clubs above Hull and City have more matches to play. Listen, Watford is lucky... That they are where they are in points. Their outgoing schedule, Liverpool, at Leicester, at Everton, at Chelsea, City, they are lucky that they have that gap and that distance True. because if it was any closer, they're not getting another point the rest of the season. The, the, the interesting question is how far down the table will they slide? Will they finish better than Flores' 13th place last year? Well, no. I'm hoping I, not. I, I mean – they don't. Burnley's the team. I mean, Burnley. Burnley at in sixteenth with thirty six points is. I mean, to me, Burnley is as likely to finish ahead of Watford at this point. Yeah, as four points as there. anyone else is. But I want to make it clear, in spite of all of this, because of those games in hand and the points that these clubs above uh, Hull and Swansea have already secured, this is a battle for eight. Or sorry, for 17th place between Hull and Swansea at this point. And the fact that they both won, I wish I could say, like, I wanted it to be dramatic, those two clubs playing at the 10 o'clock hour yeah. here on the East Coast of the United States and both winning. It just didn't turn out that way in reality. Stoke-Swansea was a snooze. Speaking of, Swansea 2, Stoke nil. The goals coming from Fernando Llorente and Tom Carroll. Saw that coming. Everything <laughs> about everything about this match, everything. Listen, is yes, it is what the ineptitude oh of gosh. Stoke City. I mean, yeah. Can we give out? The, let's just go ahead right now. Give just us a do it. Cameron, give, it give it to him. Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Jerome, wasteful Shame player. him. <laughs> 
the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award goes to Marco Arnautovic. Oh, my gosh. He would have turned the match around if he had scored on that penalty yeah, kick. Yeah, of course. Instead, he sails it over the bar into the stands and uh, secures so, the shutout for Swansea. And you know who was taken down to earn the PK? Probably what are we oh, Shakiri. Shakiri, oh, I course. thought you were going to call him his nickname. Uh, the little, uh, the little muffin top. Chubsicle. Uh, <laughs> Look. <laughs> no, that that everyone's on their everyone that's mattered up to this point is on their way to to points again. Yeah. And I mean that's the highest height that a ball has ever reached from the penalty <laughs> spot. He kicked it straight into the air. That's a I different mean, kind of award. And didn't slip. He it was not like Harry Arter <laughs> missing, you know, against uh, Southampton true. a few weeks ago. I mean, this was just a, I don't know. They're both on their way to points, and then that happened, and then uh, and then the Carol Carol gets his deflection, and that's it. Yeah, they are. So they here I've emerges. got lots of Swansea questions because we've talked about their players fighting for relevance here in fantasy soccer as they fight to stay in the Premier League. Uh, I sold Martin Olson. He was an injury, uh, a late injury. Uh, yeah, which know, stinks. Report. Yeah, and they would have, he would have had clean sheet points, yeah. but you know, hey, yeah, you know, didn't miss out on that after selling him because he didn't play. And now his price is down. Well, of course. Yeah. Uh, I said, give Gilfie this match. Yep. Give him this match. They're going to fight against Stoke. They need these points. He got the assist on the Arente goal. Yep. So that's something. Yeah. Arente scored. It's better than what he had returned. In the last five or something. Like that. So what do we do now next next week? I sold him last week. You sold Gilfie? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. He's gone. Who'd you who'd you buy? Well, I sold Gilfie and Ibrahimovic and added Son and Aguero. That's pretty good. Yeah. You're not missing out on much there. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's a thing. Gilfie, I, I, I mean, he's still like, a, he was not leaving the whatever place in my heart, I'm not telling you where that is, <laughs> which chamber. But I mean, no, he. If there's a guy that can do, that can do it, it's Gilfie. Gilfie yeah. is Gilfie, ha- and if if Urente is going to be back and approaching any kind of yep. form, uh, I agree. Gilfie, and 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 you've also, in a way, it's been there's been the the unluck of any penalties. So yeah. Gilfie, that's where all you know. Some of his points came from penalties, and they're not drawing. So they're just not. Yeah, I mean, they're just not gonna. I mean, that's that is where someone like Martin Olson does change. Yep, I agree. I mean, he is attacking threat for them. So no, I don't. I mean, don't bail. It's not a wholesale. Right. I I sold him too. I sold him a long time ago now, but. I mean, I think that was just, I think that's just, a lot of people just see the, they just saw that it was a, a slide, all of a sudden Swansea doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, it, that was only their second win in the last eight attempts versus Stoke. They're not, it wasn't, I mean, it was big in a lot of ways for Swansea. Stoke can't get an away goal. Do you know 600, almost 600 minutes now without an away goal? Their it's last a, away Stoke goal. Stoke goes in the road and they just don't. Their last away goal was at Sunderland in January. Which is weird because I hear that Stoke's not that great of a city. So mm. why wouldn't you want to get out and play well? Uh, no, no, no. But they that's the thing. They don't. They go on the road and they party. 
because they can't (laughs) in in the yeah the seven they get out of town (laughs) they get out of town have a good time sure Uh, when they're at home they play well speaking of which something that uh so no never mind i was gonna make a surprise something that so neil ashton the guy from the guy that uh, i think he's with the sun is that what is that who he's with the guy that is on nbc sports they bring him in as like yeah the rumor guy yeah (laughs) he was talking about how they're Teams are they are looking at the possibility of allowing for the for the purpose of smaller clubs being able to sign, uh, especially international players, letting them housing them in London and establishing training bases in London to attract players from outside, you know, obviously outside England to come there to lit to be able to live the city life, train in in the city. And then from there, go to Newcastle, to Sunderland, to Stoke. Yeah, that's interesting. As a creative way to use that extra money that you get. As a way of, like, so, so instead of having them go and say, all right, welcome to, you know, welcome to Swansea yeah. FC. Or Stoke City. Right. Stoke on you, you don't have to live there. You can live here in London and train here too, by the way. And then match day will... Because that's you. that is a complaint of a lot of other clubs that uh, some of the bigger stars they like to live in London, yeah, and uh, and that gives the London teams an advantage. Yeah. Well, and there have been questions, you know, just the last couple of years about how you know English football is getting hurt by how London centric it is becoming. Yeah, and uh, you know everything right now being between London and Manchester essentially, and uh, what that's doing for you know places like you know along the coasts. Uh, yeah. Up in the Midlands, uh, other outlying areas of England, you know the the dwindling number of clubs in the top leagues, uh, whether or not that's a, a a sign of danger for English football as a whole. So very interesting point. Yeah, but on, unfortunately, they're catering to the London problem in trying to fix the London problem. How's yeah. that? How, how's that going to work? Time will tell. Bournemouth four, Middlesbrough nil. I mean, name your uh, name your fantasy starters yeah. here. Come on, Josh King. What are you gonna do? Own him? Every Josh single King. person that matters. Yeah, seriously. For 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 Bournemouth, King, Afobi, Pew, and Daniels. I mean, Gaston Charlie Ramirez. Ramirez. No, one, no one's Char- starting Pew, but there's he's had matches like this this year where he's had a goal and an assist in a game. Yep. Yeah, not Charlie Daniels, player. the one defender that you would want to own. Daniels. Got, Attacking move to score that. Oh, goal. it was yeah, it was really good. Was one of the best moves I've seen from a defender all year. Uh, even uh, I mean, even Ryan Fraser gets on the score sheet with an assist. I mean, every single person that matters. The Premier League's reminding us even uh, even today that uh, it's the that more goals have been scored. Well, Anfield more goals have been scored at Anfield than at any other stadium, but. Vitality Stadium and Liberty Stadium are the other two mm. the other two places where the most it's fifty seven goals scored at, at at Vitality and Liberty Stadium. So I mean, no matter what, if you see I mean four more here, this Middlesbrough is, sucks. <laughs> so you're they're, I mean you assume they've checked out. Yeah. assuming that they're gonna give up goals, but maybe four yeah, and the way that it happened, and Gaston Ramirez, what are you doing? Oh, what are you doing, what a goon? I I did the 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 buy that I said I was going to last week, 
I sold Martin Olson and I bought Ben Gibson for the two matches this week. Uh, he got zero points yep. in this match. Uh, so I'm only hoping now that there's something that he can do in his second match of this double match week. Uh, but unfortunately, didn't get much uh, this 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 time around. Yep. That's what four goals will do. I think hosting Sunderland, there's a good chance he put some points on the board here in the middle of the week. Yep. Brian, give us our injury roundup, sir. Howdy, partners. It's the injury roundup. <laughs> yeah. There's not a whole lot, honestly. I mean, we've already talked about Zlatan and, and Marcus Rojo. That's true. Uh, I would just say it still remains all of Manchester United and all of West Ham United. I mean, Andy Carroll didn't play, but they, you know, the, the West Ham chairman saying, asked by West Ham fans whether or like, if there was an update on him, and he said... He'd be available for selection this weekend, so probably get Andy Carroll back. Paul Pogba is the, is a huge one because you, Dave, you mentioned he did get off a pretty good shot towards the end of the match, but after that shot, he sat down on the ground. It was an eighty nine in the eighty ninth minute. He grabbed his leg and then sat down on the ground. Either couldn't or wouldn't continue at good. that point. Hobbles off. So, kind of yet to be seen what happens to him. Um, not a lot of other. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to you know, a lot coming up. Uh, one of the big ones that I mean, I'm not sure what it does with rotation, but Claude Puel uh, letting everyone know that Charlie Austin is returning to training. Mm. Uh, so he better not get in the way of Manolo. To me, it's not. I mean, I wouldn't imagine that's any immediate threat to Manolo. Uh, any more than Shane Long is a threat to Manolo. To me, it's just it's just it's depth. Yeah. So, if anything, yeah. it could it could impact the other any well, of the other attacking guys. Once it's stopped, once it's clear that there's nothing left to play for, I'm thinking match week 37, 38, especially one of those double match weeks. If he's healthy enough, yeah. I could easily see him poaching a match from Gabby Dini. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw, we, I mean, we said, you know, last week that a lot of the, a lot of the players that were, a lot of the news as far as injury was concerned was players coming back. Jack Botland yeah. got the start for Stoke. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like I said, you know, a while ago, I feel like that's, that's it. Uh, so long, Ryan Grant. I mean, Lee Grant. Lee Grant. Ryan Grant. Ryan Grant played running back <laughs> no, for the Packers. This I is not a football we podcast. About that. NFL draft is this coming weekend. Sure. That's big. Anything that's else? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's where we're at. Yeah, here's where we're at. So there are uh, five more matches still to be played, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. Uh, five of the top six clubs are playing in those matches, so there's a good chance that the majority of your fantasy soccer points still are out there to be earned. Yep. Uh, nothing you can do uh, between listening to this pod and when those midweek matches are played. They are still part of match week 33. Uh, but... We are, are, sorry, 34, but we are happy to uh, give you uh, this part one episode. Part two, after those five midweek matches, uh, will be later this week. That will truly get you ready for the next match week next week. Starting Saturday morning. Correct. Short turnaround. Uh, Last night, we updated our blog on our website, fantasysoccerfc.com. You can find part two of our series on what the Premier League could do to fix the NBA and NHL's regular season problem. Yep. Uh, I give you the uh, just, just one idea yep. of what that system could look like. Uh, so go to FantasySoccerFC.com if you want to check that out. Uh, the third part of that series is going to be an actual simulation 
yeah. of what a season could look yeah. like. Um, I have not read that yet. It came out last night. I was driving. I was driving back from Birmingham, Alabama, yes. where I was visiting, often mentioned on this podcast, my brother, Brother Matt, um, who is often a uh, often involved in this podcast. Yeah. And uh, I was visiting because he got in a motorcycle accident, and um, he uh, he ended up losing part of his leg. And and not to uh, bring this pod to a a screeching uh, halt, but I wanted to mention our prayers and thoughts, uh, Matt, who is uh, oftentimes our most loyal listener. Yes. Uh, my prayers or thoughts are with you and your family. As you guys are going to, uh, you know, be strong, and you're going to be recovering through this process. And so I am uh, going on little sleep as I was up multiple nights, uh, spending time with family, spending time next to his side. And uh, Matt, we are praying for you and love you. Um, so this brings us to the end of our pod for the Fancy Soccer FC podcast. I am David Smith. We'll see you next time. <laughs>